Welcome to the Novant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering Remarkable every day. This is Shannon Swiger, and today we're hearing from Mike Bianchin, Vice President of Logistics Operations, on the magic that goes into making sure team members and patients can always access life-saving medical devices and supplies where and when they need them. Here's Mike. I'm Mike Byhanchin. I'm the Vice President. My official title is Logistics Operations for Novant Health. I've been here about six years. Um, my unofficial title is Supply Chain Operations and Corporate Logistics, meaning anything coming in the back door of the hospital. So we are, so supply chain at its highest levels, pretty much, we are the ones out there trying to procure whatever the clinicians or team members need to service the patients and the populations that we're serving. And whether that be for somebody who's working in an office, they need a pen, we're the team that find, goes out and tries to find the pen. If it's an implant, we're the ones who are working with the physicians to get the, the whatever implant it may be. So from the time they want it to the time they put it into the patient, the supply chain somewhere along the line is impacting that. And where we're technically where we're evolving is once it's in the patient, what does the outcomes look like over time for a particular product? So it's to an extent from the time we engage the patient to the time we discharge the patient. So we go out and we try and take what you would say is our buying power. So for people who are listening, you go to Costco and you buy in bulk or you go to Sam's Club and you buy in more items if you get it at a lesser cost. That's part of what we're trying to do is we're trying to figure out what items can we aggregate, meaning we take all the spend for the 26,000 employees and we say, this particular item, if we buy this many, we can get them at this cost. Just take a minute here and think about all of the things you use at work every day. Now multiply that by 30,000 team members. That translates to a lot of things the supply chain team is working around the clock to order and deliver in a timely manner, typically next day, to nearly 4,000 locations across our footprint. But if you think about overall all the things that we may potentially use, there's a thing in supply chain that's called an item master. It's pretty much a list of all the stuff. Our item master technically has about 370,000 things on it. For, for Novant Health, we have about 250,000 that are active, meaning they're things that we're using all the time that we keep track of and we watch. Um, from an inventory perspective, I'll just use the logistics center out in Kannapolis. We've got about 4,400 items that are the most commonly used items out there, and that may be bedpans to cardiac implants. Could be anything that you use a lot of, we stock at the warehouse to try and buffer our stock to make sure if a, if a bad weather happens, do we have enough? But it's also, again, going back to aggregating the spend, if we buy more, we can potentially save more, how the contracts are built. So that number varies quite a bit. Um, but again, you go from Band-Aids to implants, there's, there's quite a bit of materials that we go through. I'll say the spends, you know, we're probably over a billion dollars in spend overall from just, just from the in material side trying to take care of the patients that we serve. Mike's team is constantly monitoring for situations where the supply chain could be disrupted, such as in the event of inclement weather or shortages. Sometimes they have to get creative to find needed supplies, such as with the Ebola crisis a few years ago. There's a, it's a very narrow supply chain, meaning only two or three people may make a certain item. Well, if one person has one problem, that means the rest of the country is going after two or three. And it can get really complex really quick. Um, similar to what happened with Ebola several years ago, is everybody in the country wanted all the Ebola supplies. Well, we had to figure out where to get them, and all of a sudden the stores were like, it's like when in Charlotte, when the, when the ice is coming, what happens to the milk and bread? It's gone. Well, think about that for all the supplies across the country. So we literally had to go, we, we found some supplies in a dental school in Pittsburgh that nobody else had found, but it took us like three days to figure out where we can get it, but that's where we had to go 
and find some things to make sure that we that the clinicians and the team members had what they needed was uh, you're, you try to get real resourceful real quick because in the end somebody's got to take care of the patients and we got to take care of them. A lot of people go into going back to the, we're behind the scenes. Nobody ever sees it happen. It's like a duck on water, right? It's just, our feet. We're under the water swimming. We just want the duck to look good on top of the water. That's that's part of our job. Ultimately, we're all here to provide the remarkable patient experience and improve the health of our communities, one person at a time. I think we had a we had a one situation where there was a baby at uh, at Hemby that she needed a special formula that wasn't available. We don't stock it; it's not available. It's a very rare item. Well, it took them it took them almost a day and a half to figure out where to get it. But it literally it took a day and a half of one person's entire just tracking down this particular item for this particular baby. But guess what? It's one person and it's one experience, and that's what they did. And, and you know, with people who are uh, getting the notes, the 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 e cards, for people who don't treat patients every day, those has, those have an impact. And for the people that are that they sit in the building and they don't get to see the patients every day, those make an impact because that's those are the things that keeps them coming back to. The supply chain team is using analytics to help improve safety and quality of care by arming physicians, leaders, and care team members with data about the products they use. One of the things that we're probably most proud of over the last four to five years is the analytics that we're bringing to physicians so they can make more informed and quality choices. Because it used to be they'd use a bunch of supplies and didn't know what they use or why they used it. Well, we're getting to the point now where we can go in and say, um, doctor, you use this, this, and this and relative to your outcomes, this is what we're trying to get to, but we're at least getting to the point now where they can see what they've used and then and, um, understand the cost. What we want to get to is, to an extent, tell them what it's going to cost before the surgery with their, what they currently use. And then over time, going back to how do we continue to reduce the cost of healthcare so that for us in supply chain, um, the digitization of what we're trying to do to help improve the outcomes, that comes with software and that comes with what we're doing in DPS and some of those pieces. And it's all goes back to it's all a team, right? You know, I, I, it's called supply chain, but it's really like a supply circle because <laughs> it all comes back around to what do you need and how do I help you get there and then how do I help you get what you need and you may not even know it at this time. So that's a big piece of what we're trying to do is we not just get you what you need but help you predict what you're going to need and then what's the best way to get there. But that's a, it goes back to communication and trust, and I think we're every day we're doing that with, with the work we do. At Novant Health, we're in the business of people and we each have a reason, a purpose, that brings us to work every day. Here's Mike's. Number one, I think it's if you like to solve puzzles and deal with problems, that's, you know, I, I, was, bald, I was bald before I got here, but I've gotten balder since I've been here. Um, it, it, my job is to understand there's complexity, how do, we, how do we narrow down the complexity? And I love that part of it. I love the problem solving, um, but I also love the fact of you know, I was a I was on the vendor side before I came to Novant, and I saw a lot of the waste that's in healthcare. So when the opportunity came for me to join an organization that our one of our primary jobs is to reduce the waste, that gave me a lot of um, a lot of joy in trying to do that. Because um, in the end, uh, and it's one of those ones when you sort of you, you talk to your children about what you do every day. Like they, they you know, daddy or doctor, no, are you a nurse, no. I just make sure doctors and nurses do what they can do. And, and the idea that if I'm helping people every day, I'm trying to solve problems and I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what pretty much what our mission is, is improve the communities that we serve. What else? I mean, that's, that's a pretty good living and, I, and I'm good with it and I like doing that. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for sharing your why and for all the ways your team is helping Novant Health deliver on the remarkable patient experience. 
And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time.